Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, Ambrosia. Hello, Alexa. Hauser. How's it going today? Is it Hauser? Hauser. Why did I say Hauser? Hauser. It's actually Jad now, but... <laughs> Zang! Which is I'm very so confusing sorry. for a lot of people because my husband's last name is what most people call him as his first name. And so now it's my last name. And people are like, what? That's your husband's first name. No, it's his last name. So anyway, it's Alexa yeah. Jad to you. Okay. I didn't know. You told me publicly you were going by Hauser. I know. So- I'm just giving you such a hard time. <laughs> it's just a stressful. No, I'm just kidding. A stressful day. I know. Yeah. Today's much better than yesterday. Yesterday, I called my friend Catherine um, crying about my children. Interestingly enough, she happens to be here today. You like that segue? <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are not alone today. We are joined by Catherine and Jenna from the Project Healing Podcast. Hi, Yay. ladies. Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We've been this this uh, meeting is long overdue. We've been wanting to do this for a while, so we're so excited that the two of you are here. And Catherine, have you been on Inner Bloom before? Mm-hmm. One I time, have, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. cool. Cool. Well, you know, just to give the audience a little intro to the two of you, um, we'd love if you both would just kind of give a little, yeah, introduction and background of who you are and what you do, and and then we can dive into all the fun of your podcast. <laughs> Jenna, you go first. Sorry? <laughs> oh, it's okay. First. Yeah, all right. I'm going first. We're very aware of like who's going to go first. We're very aware of yeah. the situation. <laughs> we have babies here today, and these uh, – Catherine is being a full-on mom right now It's and juggling podcasting. Mom are. Yeah. Yeah. With eight arms. It's amazing. We're mom and hard today, so there will be interruptions, and I'm not even going to apologize for it. No. It's just what it is. No. This is life, right? Yeah. This is all about what it is. So go ahead, Jenna. <laughs> it's all right. That's life, right? Life is a mom. So I'm Jenna. Um, I am a psychic medium and an intuitive healer. I'm a Reiki healer, and I'm also an intuitive coach. So um, I teach people how to develop their intuition, and I'm working on a program currently so that they can use their intuition to find their passion and purpose in life as well. And I worked with the beautiful Catherine to develop my gifts because I didn't know I was psychic. Weird. Uh, (laughs) A lot of people don't, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Most people don't, I'd say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and now we're doing Project Healing together, which is amazing. And we have a great time. Honestly, it's just our girl time, really. But, you know. <laughs> we, we understand that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jenna, recording that's... our one conversation for the week, isn't it? 
Yep. That's basically yeah. it. <laughs> That's the healing. Sometimes I get confused it about, I, did I just talk to Alexa about that or was that on the podcast? So I can see that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But Jenna, so you have, you're developing a system to help people find their purpose or their passion. Yes. Yeah. I love this, that. Just listening to my guides and rolling with it, rolling with it. I've been teaching um, intuitive development for a while now, and I love that. But the mm-hmm. one common theme that I was finding was that people were like, when we got done, they're like, well, what's next? And so mm-hmm. I'm like, well, let me give you something else. Let me give you something else. <laughs> I love that so much. That's awesome. Totally. I think it's like actually one of the biggest pain points for people not to know what their passion is or their purpose mm-hmm. is. I mean, I remember yeah. a time like before I always knew certain things I was good at, but I didn't know like what my actual purpose was. I mean, looking back, I realized it was there all along. But I think like there's a certain state you can be in where you can – it's just so hard. I, you just – sometimes we need help connecting with it and really affirming and validating, no, this is in fact your purpose to give ourselves permission to really open up to that and like pursue it and take it seriously. And I also feel like the world has told us and society has told us for so long like – oh, well, you can't make that your living or, oh, well, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't, that can't be your full-time thing. And now we're living in a world where it's like literally anything can be your full-time thing. So to find out what that is and really give yourself permission to pursue that full-time, that's, that's a really big gift that you give people, you know? So that's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Catherine. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I am the definition of rolling with it. That's what yes. I feel like is happening in this world today. Um, this, this is Connor. Chubby baby. Oh my goodness. Hi. I he's born him. July 23rd, so he's still pretty fresh, still figuring out that like little head thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And fall all off, over the man. place. Right. Yeah, it's great. Um, he was so, still in the oven at our at our last retreat. He, he was. was. He was he with was us. Still in the oven. He was a lot easier to handle in the oven, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, and oh. our sitter canceled um, today, so we have like my two older ones are flying around the house, getting into trouble. I'm sure because I told them do not come in here unless you are bleeding. So <laughs> yeah. that's where we are today. And there's not a mom that can't relate to that, right? So. In the professional-ish world, what I do, I'm a psychic and a medium, and we, like, last time I was on your show, Ambie and I talked about how she assaulted me and told me I was psychic and that I needed to, like, quit my boring day job and and do what she was doing, which completely changed my life. So if Ambie ever bullies you, go with it, because she knows what she's (laughs) talking about. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Ambie ever bullies uh, you. Yeah, but (laughs) I love you so much. Um. We, I attended one of y'all's retreats and it just like, it was the catalyst for everything. So now I work with ancestral healing. I'm currently in the middle of um, a six, a six week, a three month healing program with a couple of clients working on um, just learning about what it is that's holding them back. That's forcing them into repeating all of these same patterns that they repeat or what it Mm -hmm. like, you know, like bad boyfriends, bad relationships, like bad parenting or like anything like that, or like that self-worth, that negative self-talk, like working on releasing all of that, lots of journaling, all the good, like nitty gritty shadow work, not the, like, let's not pussyfoot around it. Let's get to it. Right. So Mm, that's, um, and then I, I co-host project healing with Jenna. 
which is like our little love child together. I absolutely <laughs> love doing that. Tap like tune in if you want to just laugh your ass off for a good hour because that's <laughs> a lot of what it is. <laughs> that that podcast was even being born at our last retreat. I remember yeah. like that yeah. was starting to I mean everyone was like yeah, Catherine, if you start a podcast, we're going to listen just to just even just to hear you talk and rant and and all of your stuff but now and you rant. Thanks. Yes, and rant. <laughs> a riff or whatever but yeah and then you teamed up with Jenna and um it's it's so beautiful and I think I was saying when we were starting I think right now in terms of podcast like in terms of um in terms of just where we are like as a collective ascension wise I mean I'm talking to more and more people every day who are like realizing that there's something that like they're actually getting it that like oh no it's not about this medical thing it's not about this physical like it's actually a spiritual thing they've exhausted all the 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 3d resources and it's like oh no 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 this is like an energetic or like a childhood wound or an ancestral wound um Mm. and so i think like healing is a really important topic right now or you know because it's kind of like as a collective as well we're 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 in the process of moving to that next level right and what's in the way of that next level is all of these old wounds that are draining our energy and so yeah what you guys do is amazing Catherine I've worked with you in particular on ancestral healing which was so impactful for me and um yeah I just think it's great so I'm so happy you guys have a podcast together yeah so <laughs> so what's the Sorry. what's the main I know healing is project healing obviously healing is the main topic but what are some things that you guys have seen change in the healing community since COVID and since everybody's been home more and around their families more what are some maybe issues that are coming up and ways to heal from those I think a lot of people are looking for community a lot of people are looking for community and a lot of people are ready to not necessarily and maybe they don't realize they're ready to admit it, but they're ready to start realizing that something's not right and that what they've been doing isn't working anymore. So something's got to change. Something's yeah. got to be approached differently. Yeah. I also think that triggers are coming out for people too, because they either yeah. went from like these super crazy fast paced lives to being forced into like slowing down. And they were like, oh, whoa, my life is different now. That's what happened for me. I was living like this crazy fast paced life. And then I was forced to slow down. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't feel like overwhelmed and stressed and like I'm going crazy anymore. And then I was like, oh, things need to shift. So Mm. I think that you know, the pandemic definitely forced people to really take a look at their lives. And, you know, we just wanted to create a safe space for sharing whatever, you know, there's no topic that's off the table for us. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I really, what, what's like the craziest topic you've, what, I feel like you're alluding to something, Catherine. (laughs) Uh, no, but now maybe. No, I was apologizing for the, like, I feel like I'm, like, half in this conversation for parts of oh. it because a homeboy over here. But um, oh, You're fine. You got to pay yeah. attention to his head. It might fall off. We don't know. <laughs> is it making you nervous? It is. They're like, oh, I forget how, like, wobbly they are. It's like, Jesus, that's a jello baby. 
mine's a five-year-old. He can just hold his head up by himself. Like I always forget until I see one. And then I'm like, oh my God, don't let it break. Self-destruct button. Don't hit that thing. Okay. I digress. Go ahead. Okay. I'll watch his head. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I can feel it. I think some of the, my opinion I don't know if it's such like like a crazy topic, but I think that we get we're very real in what we talk about. We're very authentic and it's like this podcast. It's very conversational. So we have our days where we say like really inappropriate things like butthole <laughs> and like it's just what it is, like 15 times one butthole comes out of Jenna's mouth. <laughs> and, and I love it because people really have come to get a feel for who we are and our different personalities because I think at least three people were like, wow, I'd really expect that out of Catherine, but not you. <laughs> so thank you, I think. Also what? But it's, I think that for the most part, the like craziest topics we've approached are just being real in our vulnerability and showing people how that's just, it's safe to do that. And it's, mm. it's, it's smart to be vulnerable and, and brave in your vulnerability because that's how you connect with other people and in that community that's where you find healing mm. totally mm-hmm. I've always got, oh go ahead oh sorry I was just gonna say I, I used to say this all the time but just to bring it back around like I actually think podcasting is one of the most amazing ways to heal your throat chakra because you're practicing speaking and being authentic and not being rehearsed or not being – just just genuinely like being in the moment, speaking your authentic truth, like being inappropriate. And who says you can't? Like Ambie and I's new um, tagline for this podcast is we're best friends or spiritual AF and we curse a lot. And it's like – because that's who we are. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we don't want to be anything else. Like even if it – some people aren't about that. A lot of people are and it makes them feel comfortable. And so I really feel like podcasting, if you, if you have the urge to start a podcast but you haven't, like think about it and actually like take steps to do it because it's actually a very healing practice. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. just in our last two, I think the last two recordings, we were talking about starting over and how difficult it can be to hit the reset button, whether it's your um, choice or whether it just kind of happens to you. Mm. And I, I really am worried about what audio is going to pick up from this kid on this. No, no it's not. I know it's you're not, not at all, all but <laughs> I'm hearing what's going on. I'm like, please don't do this to me right now. Um <laughs> Just talking about starting over, we I said to Jenna, she's like, are you sure you're comfortable talking about like potentially moving back home and that sort of thing? And a lot of people don't know like that could be going on right now. And I said, yeah, this is like therapy for me. Yeah. Let's do this. It really gives you a platform to heal, especially when and Jenna, I don't want to speak for you, but I know I myself being a very open book about my personal life has really and I already was, but now giving myself a microphone to do it, really live in my dream there. Like if I could walk around with a bullhorn all the time, so people would have to listen to me, I would. (laughs) So knowing that people are willingly tuning in and that they're hearing something that they can relate to, that's so empowering. Mm -hmm. So not only is it healing me to get it out, but it helps even more to know that you're helping someone else heal their self-worth and connect Mm -hmm. with, with a common issue. Yep. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more of a private person actually. So, um, my, like I would be vocal if somebody would come to me with an issue and I felt I could relate to them, then I would share. That's when I would share in a private, 
fit setting. So this was definitely different for me um, to be like, well, we're just going to blah, <laughs> you know, we're just going <laughs> to talk about everything. Um, but it is, it is so therapeutic. And the response that we've gotten from people, both people that we know, and then complete strangers, they're like, we feel like you guys are our best friends. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. well, thank you. Like, that's amazing to hear that, you know, people are relating to what we're saying. We did an episode on um, suicide awareness mm-hmm. and we had a dear friend of mine on whose daughter struggled um, mm-hmm. and attempted suicide. And I was really apprehensive about it because I've dealt with that in my personal life. And I know that it's a really sensitive topic. And I actually did a reading yesterday for someone. It was the first thing that she said. She said, I went through that exact same situation with my daughter. And I'm so grateful that you guys brought that to the attention of the common p- people because people don't understand what the process is like. And yeah. it was really great to um, to hear that feedback, you know. So it is really, really therapeutic for us. But also it's great to hear that we're helping other people feel like normalize these things, these tough situations. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's beautiful. That's really interesting about the the topic of suicide because like actually recently I had a tapping client that I've had a couple tapping clients that that's come up with recently of like dealing with being suicidal or having suicidal feelings uh, in the past and sometimes currently again. And it's interesting because I notice how rigid it like like my body literally tenses up and I go oh god and then I'm like I'm uh, this I this is dangerous I I I get very uncomfortable about it right and then I Mm -hmm. ask myself I'm like wait a minute hold on they're coming to me and I'm here with the intention to help heal and to help provide support and help provide acknowledgement and love and in a way society has made us feel like don't don't like touch these people or don't deal with them because it's too you're gonna do something wrong you're break or you're not them. Gonna, you'll break them you'll be the reason you'll you know and I think that that all goes into um this just what we were just talking about about like not talking about it like there's not enough conversation about it so that every no one knows what to do and everyone feels very afraid to approach which which actually makes it worse because the whole problem i think is isolation right it just feeling not connected yeah. to people and so that's why i all i I've continued to have these experiences where I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I know that one thing that I can do besides actually like tapping with them and and working on the issues is just be here with them and really see Mm -hmm. them and acknowledge them and say like, yeah, that is how you're feeling, you know? And that is a big part of healing is feeling seen and heard, which I feel like a lot of people in our society, they just don't. Like they just don't. And I've said this many times is that like I swear in the first 20 minutes of my tapping sessions where I'm just asking people about their issue and they're just telling me we're not even tapping yet. Like I swear that's where half the healing happens just because most people are not being asked like, well, what's going on with you and how long have you been feeling that way? And like, tell me the worst of it, you know? Because I think a lot of people are self-absorbed and I don't mean that in a bad, in a negative sense. I mean that in a way of just everybody is, you know, like I've got my own stuff going on. I can't focus on your stuff too, you know? And so I feel like when someone takes the time and actually listens, whether you're paying them or not, they listen to you. It's nice. Whatever the issue is, it feels nice to have someone genuinely be present and care about that. 
Um, well, also, I feel like we're taught all the time to like fix the problem. So, for example, going back to the suicide issues, like, oh, my God, we got to do this. We got to do this. It's like, well, what if what if we could just listen? Like, what if we could just listen yeah. and acknowledge and just hold space? It's like something yeah. happened, something so transformative about us just listening versus trying to fix, <clears throat> you know, mm. all the time. That's really interesting. I have noticed in the last couple of um, psychic readings that I've done, or even with mediumship, I've a lot of people have, and I'm sure that you all have had this experience as well, where they'll say, like, this is more than I've ever received in therapy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because, like, the way that we have let therapy go is it now becomes this thing where someone's sitting there intently staring at you and you're supposed to be vulnerable in this space that you're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But with these readings, especially distance readings, you're in your own space, you're comfortable. You're also allowing someone who you know can see a little bit more than you're willing to show others. You're already exposed. So I feel like yeah. people are like, okay, well, let's just go with this now because yeah. there's nothing to lose. And I've I've definitely had a lot of people who are saying like, God, this has done so much more. A one hour session with you is more than what I get from my therapist. And I think it's because they feel so seen for once. Mm-hmm. I also think the therapy system itself now not a therapist. I've been to a lot of therapy, but I'm not a therapist. So, but I think the coming from a a clinical standpoint, I know that with physical therapy, you have an hour with the patient. That's it. Mm -hmm. And you have to check off these boxes that you have to meet for insurance guidelines. Yeah, You have to write your note for insurance while you're with the patient because you are seeing back-to-back patients and you have to be 90% productive through the day. So if therapy, and again, I'm not a therapist, but if physical therapy works like that. So if therapy works similar, how can you really be present with them? You know? Yeah, for sure. That's actually the last therapist I've seen because, oh, yeah, I got a long list of them as well. But the last one I saw said when I told her what I was doing with this, she said, good, don't finish your degree in psychology and be a therapist because you have to do too much with insurance to really get the work done enough. Sitting there like at the end of my hour, that was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you telling me I'm hopeless? I'm Thanks not really sure. That yeah, <laughs> that was that's awkward. Yeah, I'm also, but I agree like, with you. Going back to suicide, it's also I don't know other people. I've been I've had moments where I've been genuinely like I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be here. I'm done. Yeah. Um, but it's always nerve wracking to tell a therapist because it's like, are they going to commit me? Yes. Is something bad going to happen? You know what I mean? So I feel like we're kind of um, taught indirectly to keep it to ourselves, you know? Yeah. And then that anxiety, Go go ahead. That anxiety and depression that you're already holding on to is, it's just intensified by your fear of what happens for going somewhere. So, you know, there's help available, but you're afraid to get the help, which only makes everything worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like shameful Absolutely. too. There's so much mm-hmm. shame. It, it isn't shameful, but it is, it is project. There's a lot of shame projected onto, I think, suicide or wanting, you know what I mean? And in reality, mm-hmm. like Ambie said, that's just a feeling that people genuinely have sometimes. It's like, my life is extremely hard. Like I'm tired. I don't want to be here right now, you know, and that's okay to, it's okay to have those feelings. Um, They're just feelings ultimately, you know, it doesn't mean that they are necessarily going to lead to actions. And I feel like if we can address the feelings 
early on, then they won't lead to actions. It's when right. the feelings get so intense and you feel so alone and boxed in that you're just like, then they eventually get so big that you have to do something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's essentially the entire platform of our show. It's have the conversation so it doesn't feel like you're on the outside for it. And we we brought suicide up with postpartum depression as well, with perinatal depression. Mm-hmm. I know when I was pregnant with my second, it was so fast after my first and my postpartum depression was so bad. I absolutely had perinatal depression. And I remember that my husband literally hid the guns in our house because he didn't know if I was going to be okay either. And I didn't want to tell my therapist, like you fill out those one to 10 forms, like how sad are you and how often you don't want to say anything because then your anxiety is also telling you, okay, now my kids are going to get taken away because I'm an unfit mother. Actually, I'm just like every other mother struggling, but afraid to speak up. I remember with my my first child, I had like a meltdown and breakdown because I couldn't remember what formula he took. Couldn't remember. And then with my last one, I had my husband get up with the baby because I've never had these thoughts since or before. But I remember thinking if I just put a pillow over his face, he'll be quiet. He'll just shut up for a little bit. And then I like snapped out of it and was like, holy shit, like you're, you're genuinely thinking about hurting your child. And I went to Alex and I was like, I need you to take him. I can't do this. I can't get up every two hours with him. I need help right now. Or like yesterday, the, and I think that's interesting, like having the conversation of what a good parent and what a bad parent is. Right. Because there's so much shame around, oh, you don't breastfeed your child. Then you must be a terrible person or like, you know, all of these superficial things that really don't matter. The main thing here is that I'm loving my kid and I'm trying for them to be the best person they can be. Right. And not a serial killer. So yeah, it's, it's, but now we're going to bring that up. Didn't you? I had to, because it's a fear, you know? Um, but we're adding COVID on top of it. So we Mm -hmm. don't have the same social interactions. We don't have the same, um, escape mechanisms. We don't have any of that. And then we're adding on top of like some people are homeschooling. So it's a lot for people right now. And I feel like one of the big things is being easy on yourself and asking for help when you need it calling your friend and saying, I just, you know, crying if necessary. That's, or listening to your podcast and helping relate. I'm I'm on a funny tangent. Help (laughs) Help me. Well, you're right. You're right. Community is so important for the healing process. And I totally relate to what you're saying about like going to the professionals for help. That's how I was when I was a teenager. I was terrified to say, hey, I'm having these health self-harm tendencies because I was like, I'm going to get locked up in a padded room. I'm going to buy myself further isolated. So I just kind of like grin and bared it. And that shouldn't be what like that shouldn't be what we all feel and think, but having a community where we can go to somebody and say, hey, 
I'm feeling off. I need to vent this. I think that's so important. And, um, you know, Catherine and I are trying to um, create that. And we've seen so much of that in the spiritual community is people just want to hold each other up and cheer each other on. And it's so different than what we experience in our 3D life, you know, if you will. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty pretty incredible to see that come together and all people from all walks of life that you're like, wow, how did you end up with our crazy asses? Uh (laughs) Yeah, Because they were calling in what you're creating, right? And like, that's how powerful we are is that we're, we're all putting out these beacons and we're all being, you know, pulled to each other. And so I agree. I think community is really the next step in our collective healing like I've been saying since since the past year I keep feeling like I'm like oh my god I'm so excited for when like there's more communal living you know when we're actually I mean I was I just found this TikTok account of like these four couples who moved in together and started a house and they all they're adults like they're full-fledged adults but they all kind of do have their own businesses and they work out of the house and it just looks so fun like they're just they're playing games like it just I'm like dude this is the life this is the life right here and and that's because I don't think we're meant to be apart. I don't think mm-hmm. even with our families, I think we're meant to be together. And I think that we're com- we're part of our awakening right now is realizing like, wait, why am I in this box by myself? Like literally, why do I spend almost all my time alone? I personally have never been more – I notice that the times I am the happiest in my whole life is literally when I'm even just hanging out with two other people, not even doing it, just, just spending time talking – Again, because I feel seen, right? Um, I yeah. feel connected to humans. Um, or, um, or yeah, I mean, just, just being out and about and just connecting with other humans. And I really feel like and, – and being away from my phone more, which I feel like I can only do when I'm with other humans. That's the only thing that's going to, like, drag me away from my phone. Um, so I just am really excited for people to come into more community. And even if it's online community, like you guys are creating, like we're creating, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the first place to start because online community, it's the most accessible right now. It's a space where you can speak freely and you know that the people in that community are going to be like, yeah, totally. That's wild versus like, what are you talking about? They're going to validate you. And from there, it's like what we've seen with our podcast community is like then they take those relationships offline and then those people start things and then there's more communities and more communities. So I agree. I think community is so important. I think it's so amazing that you two are creating one where people feel safe, you know? Mm -hmm. I think there's a nice – there's something to be said when you can just sit with people and be comfortable and you don't have to entertain them, you know? Yeah. Sit with your friends. Like one of my favorite memories, Alexa, is when you and I were at your apartment. We were just chilling, just hanging with, out. Which time? Um, we were filming the pilot, but we oh, were waiting around for so everybody. Fun. Yeah. So yeah. we were just hanging out. It was nice. Yeah. Because there was no like itinerary of things that we had to get done. And it was just relaxing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Community is so important. Yeah. Totally. Um, I think just and I yeah, I think just being seen and heard is very important. And I think we've been kind of tricked. I don't want to say tricked, but confused into thinking that actually what we want is no, I want all this space. 
I want all this space around me. I want my own stuff, which is fine to want your own stuff. But like, no, actually really what we're deeply, deeply, deeply craving. And I think the reason why people are sad and need healing is because it's hard to see your it's hard to see yourself through only yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When we're with other people, yeah. we get that reflection back to us and we grow quicker too. That's the other thing. So I think and I think it feels really good to grow. Yes. So um so yeah, I'm really I'm personally I don't know about you guys, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing how things change in the next year, two years, five years in terms of community and coming mm-hmm. together, um, especially after this whole COVID thing. Definitely. It's interesting that we're forced apart, but in so many ways, like we're coming together, you know, like we're connecting with these people from all over the place. And I love it that someone that is, you know, maybe like a widow and they don't have a family of their own or whatever, they can come to us and they can hang out with us and we can support them from across the country or across the globe or whatever, you know, that's pretty amazing. Um, and feels really, um, it feels really empowering. And um, I just love being able to help people in any capacity. So sign me up, you know? <laughs> yeah. One of the things I love about podcasts, especially podcasts like yours, is you don't feel alone. You feel because they're real people that you relate to. You're like, oh, it's just like talking to your girlfriends, except it's kind of a one sided conversation, but it's still nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. And you don't also, I think this goes back into, we've been talking about this a ton the past year, Ambi, but like nano influencers, right? Like it's like I see all these different nano influencers popping up. Like you guys are nano influencers. We're nano influencers, meaning like, and it's great. It's almost better than becoming this like giant thing that's so disconnected from their fans. And I'm not saying that there aren't big people who are still pretty connected to their fan base, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like, you know your listeners. You know them. Mm-hmm. Like you talk to them, yeah. you're in their lives, like so are we. And it's the most it's the best feeling. Like I feel like I'm in a whole new I have a whole new um group of people that I'm so close with that I didn't even know one year ago, right? And I feel so closer to these people than I do to a, a lot of other people I've be- I've been connected with in my life. So, um I think that's really beautiful and are you guys uh planning on once all this, you know, um, why can't I have a word for when this ends? I don't know. Once all this ends, um, <laughs> that blows over. Um, are you guys going to do any like live events? I was like seeing Ooh, that that's for you. Exciting. <laughs> so we've loosely talked about it. Loosely. Yeah, I feel like you will. I, I thought it was kind of funny that Jenna said in the beginning of this that she's like, she doesn't do nearly as much as she used to because you were literally always on your way to somewhere or coming from somewhere <laughs> and have 10 things going on at the same time. And I'm like, how do you do that? Well, wait so- a minute. I slowed down for a little bit. It did pick back up, but okay. I slowed down okay. for a little while. <laughs> but it made me open my eyes in that moment that it was slow. <laughs> but uh, moving forward, I think, yeah, especially if if I end up back up in that area, we'll be geographically closer to each other and it would be a lot easier to do but it also yes heck yes and in western new york has so many areas that have so much like history and like hauntings and that kind of thing i would love to sink my teeth into some group events for just like fun stuff like that too Mm. because people get too serious with healing Mm, also way too serious 
sometimes it is literally just like today I went for a walk because I felt like we could, can we swear on here? Can we not swear? Oh here? yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not heard our tagline, yeah, we talked right? about this. Yes, I know. I know. Okay. I just, I have to check because today my, I was walking with my boys and my oldest said, I was on the phone with my mom who like thinks cred is a swear word. So that was especially <laughs> great. But my oldest goes, what the hell was that? And she goes, what did he say? <laughs> you heard him. And I said, Wesley, we don't say that. And he goes, I didn't say anything. I said, hell. <laughs> like, no, I heard you. <laughs> Andy, you've heard the horror stories of oh my, my potty mouth. I've heard your children on the phone with you. That's the best. <laughs> so bad. So um, phone conversations with me. Our next Patreon. If you level. can, seriously, if you should, you should market that because that <laughs> is a good damn time. Let me tell you, make sure the kids are around. <laughs> Your commentary always makes it even better, though. <laughs> you should get hear him, me. Get him. Get him. Like, get him. Get him. <laughs> I told Alexa let him talk today. Like that to you? Yes. I, was, I was talking to Alexa and I was like, I got to go. Water's running. And I didn't do it. I got to go. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> sure enough, I go over and my kid's standing on the sink water. I don't know what he's doing. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why I just left a minute ago, too. I was like, what are they doing? They were quietly (laughs) in their room. I invented all of it in my head, which it's fine, whatever. So (laughs) anyway, talking to her, just I felt like a giant bitch this morning. I was like, I got to get out of the house and just going for a walk. Like, that's not serious, but that's enough to just jar you and that sunshine. But like we some of our episodes are just plain silly. Like our latest episode, we told scary stories from like our childhood and like different things that have happened to us, like being psychic, especially when we didn't know we were psychic, the things that have happened. And I jinxed it. Now I hear my voice, mom. mom. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, we just laughed so much. And that's healing for people. People need that. They don't, yeah, they don't always want to hear. I know (laughs) they don't always want to hear serious stuff you really had to do this right in this moment huh even right now me laughing like like I'm a feeling of laughing hey what's up out of here. It's so healing for me. I was just thinking yesterday, I have not laughed enough recently. Like I miss that feeling of laughing. So like just literally that. Thank you. Because it really, it's really nice. They all in there Just give me a phone call. I got you. It's a good time. Hear him? Yeah. He goes, just give me a phone call. Back to you. The bagel situation was my sloppy. Muffins are sloppy. That was my favorite. <laughs> Come on, stop it. <laughs> yeah. My four-year-old told me my muffins were sloppy. He wasn't oh. interested in them. I mean. <laughs> That's great. They're okay. She They're kind of sloppy. Handmade <laughs> muffins. And he was, cr- I was on the phone with her and he told her, your muffins are kind of sloppy. And I was like, you lazy bitch. You didn't put blueberries in those muffins. What did you do? Don't you know yeah. he's to be treated like royalty? It's like Gordon they weren't Ramsay. chocolate chips. Yeah, yeah. that is my son. You're right. Disappointing. (laughs) He's always so disappointed in me. What is the kitchen doing? What's the kitchen staff doing? Okay, let's get back. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry. Laughter. Laughter is a big part of it. It really is. Like the episode where Jenna said "butthole" seventeen times. I don't think I laughed so hard. (laughs) I needed it. It was just hysterical. Catherine's like, tell me why. 
Yeah, remember she's calls me and she's like, "Why is this our most streamed episode?" I was like, "Maybe it, it has was. something to do with the fact that I say butthole over and over yeah. and over again." And it was want to laugh, so they're triple. like, "Hey, friend, listen to this chick say butthole and talk about a butthole." I, <laughs> like, I literally don't take shots it. to it. I just love taking, it. Oh, drinking game. <laughs> oh my gosh, you would die. Yeah, Ooh, he would. There's a lot of butthole. It's too much. Uh, but, but yeah, it's good. It's good. It's so good to laugh. And just recording it when I get off of the like off of the show, when I get off the computer and like crawl into my bed behind me at the end of the night after recording, I'm always like on level 10 excited. I'm so happy after mm. and I'm so wound up. My husband's always like good show. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really good. It's I exciting. love that. Oh, well, how can people, how can people listen to your podcast? Where can they find you? Or buy your new drinking game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is episode 26, Jenna Says Butthole. Um, Thanks. (laughs) The alternative title. (laughs) You're so welcome. Um, That's why I didn't delete it. So I could hold it over you. They can find us on iTunes and Spotify. I believe we're on SoundCloud and Google Podcasts as well. And um the little one's getting angry again. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that covers it. That's where you can find us and our, our Patreon website. We've got some like Reiki healing available and like group circles available and all sorts of fun stuff. And oh my God, can I toot y'all's horn for a minute? Those moon circles with Leah, yeah, they're so good. magical. Yeah. If you guys are not already patrons for this <laughs> podcast, you freaking should be because it's so magical. So well, thank, you. thank you so Sorry. much, Catherine. Yeah, Leah uh, Liebler, she helps us host our retreats and she also does our social media and she's also just a design and branding genius for spiritual people. And if you want yeah. her number, we'll give it to you. Um, or her All email. Um, yeah. But she, she is, is. A, like a master, she's a master like ceremony um, witch. <laughs> and she witch, holds- yeah. She holds these beautiful – she holds very beautiful space and she does our moon circles every month for our Patreon community. So, yeah, if you want to get in there, um, you can get in there. It's our $10 moon um, moon child tier. And uh, if, thank you, Catherine, for the shout-out. And also you can access – I think I think you can access last month's moon circle as well. They're recorded and posted in there. So even if you sign up now, you could like do last month's. I don't know why you'd want to, but you could do that. Um just because of uh, Leah. Just because of Leah, yeah, her energy. Um, but yeah, um, Project Healing, we're going to link that up in the show notes. So you guys can just click the link in the show notes. You can go there, check them out, check out their Patreon. That sounds yeah. awesome. Um, and is there anything else you guys feel super called to share before we start winding down? It's been so nice to have two other like similar females in uh, in here, <laughs> up in here. <laughs> Yeah, I have something I, I want to say. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do all the time. Talk all over time. each other. I would all like to say that if there is anything that you are on the fence about doing or changing about your life or you're nervous about how it might work out because things Hi. don't always go according to Hi. plan, do it. Because if this circle, <laughs> this little shit show could happen today, get out of here. <laughs> anybody can do it anybody I hate when I hear women especially say or I suppose like a single dad too like I don't have time for this or I can't do this or how am I supposed to do x y and z with the kids I don't know they just down some ice cream and popcorn and watch Disney (laughs) 
there they go. Yep. Yeah, he's good. You just, you have to take the bull by the horns and make it happen. Don't wait for the perfect time. Go for it. Go for it. And good tune in if you want a good laugh, laugh too, because it's yeah. always, now he's falling on purpose. He plays yeah, that fine. Yeah, he's how he can break his leg. He's fine. For sure. And thank you. Get out of here. And thank you for having us on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Catherine. Jenna. Yes. And I was just going to say that um, it's important to find time for yourself. Like if you're doing nothing else, Mm. find five minutes to do something for yourself. Mm. Whatever it is that you love, do it. You like to dance, dance. You like to paint, paint. You like to write, write. You like to watch like some gossipy talk show, watch the show. Take at least five minutes a day for yourself because we're so busy being busy that we lose sight of who we truly are and the only way to find your way back is to take a moment and breathe so and I also want to thank you guys for allowing us to be here today I'm such a fangirl of the two of you so (laughs) I'm excited thanks for being here thanks for sharing both of those messages you both are super powerful, inspiring women (laughs) and we are honored to have you here (laughs) and uh and like love your podcast and everybody who listens to this podcast, I feel like you can already tell you're going to love their podcast. So just go check it out. (laughs) Go check it out. Oh my gosh. And Jenna, that was such good advice. Such good advice. Take time for yourself. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. We love you so much. And uh, until next time, keep on blooming everybody. Bye. Bye everyone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.